Mahoney's Irish Pub and Steakhouse presents the Colvin Brothers Podcast. Well, let me tell you something, brother. My name is Michael. I've always dreamed about having a brother. It's the Colvin Brothers Show. Oh, boy. Michael is the music guy. I'm the movie guy. Put us together. We're the Colvin Brothers. You was my brother, Charlie. You should have looked out for me a little bit. You let him into the Colvin Brothers. You're my kid brother. You take care of me. So... What does your brother do to you? It's not a Colvin party. Let the cops show up. <laughs> yes. Perhaps we're long lost brothers. Colvin brothers on Z93. The six o'clock alarm. Oh, brother. Number six for Colvin. Stephen. Mom always likes you best. Michael! Colvin Brothers. Ash Brown. Comedy. On Z93. The best of the Colvin Brothers. The Colvin Brothers. The Colvin Brothers. The Colvin Brothers. everybody it's sunday and you know what that means it's 2022 it is 2022 and it's a little weird saying 2022 it's, it's hard to say 2022 although i guess i got to play taylor swift even more often now not here oh, not here. we're not doing here not doing here oh, okay. but um it's hard to say that we started traditions but you know it's our second year and um i think that we're just going to use this show as a slot to feature the best of the colvin brothers because we did a lot of cool stuff in 2021 and you might have missed it and the cool thing with the colvin brothers is you know a lot of you guys are our dedicated listeners of the podcast you can reach us on any of your favorite podcast channels but 
Throughout this hour, we're going to be highlighting some of our favorite things that we've done on the show in the last year or so. And uh, we can't do it without our sponsor. we got to thank Emmett Woods, Mahoney's Irish Pub in Poughkeepsie, Daily Specials, MahoneysIrishPub.com. They just killed it on New Year's Eve. They do all kinds of great things. They've got something great coming up at the end of the month, which is, uh, I believe, it's one of the Acme shows. Yeah, and uh, we're also going to be uh, you know, right back at it with our karaoke Wednesdays. Thursday night is still the best dance party in the Hudson Valley. And you know what, Stephen? You get to fill in for me a couple of times this month. Saturdays are rocking at Mahoney's. All right, I want some of that cash, some of that dollar-dollar bills, y'all. So anyways, thank you so much. And you know what? If you get a chance, go to uh, our Colvin Brothers on Z93 Facebook page. The Colvin 5 Topics live on that page, and we can't wait to hear what you got for 2022. The Colvin 5. Are you ready for the Colvin 5? 5. 5. 5. On Z93. Now time for the Colvin 5. And the Colvin 5 this week, what is your favorite football movie? Now, there is a long list of football movies and i gotta say one of my favorites and i have it on dvd uh it's directed by oliver stone it's called any given sunday oh i thought you were gonna say the last boy scout well at least we don't have the same favorite <laughs> <laughs> with uh, al pacino cameron diaz and jamie fox played the quarterback did you see that movie i i think i saw it but so long ago that i've forgotten That's a good chunk it. of it and jamie fox i like jamie fox he, he got his start on living color and we, we we've mentioned him on the show a few times very versatile guy but al pacino is a head coach i mean come on yeah yeah and the last boy scout speaking of living color yeah. damon wayans was in that one and the only thing i remember from bruce willis is in it yeah and i think that the guy's running for a touchdown and somebody takes out a gun and shoots him and i'm like that's my kind of movie yeah they were uh i think they were undercover cops or something like that yeah and damon wayans i believe this was his first movie when he was kind of trying to branch off. out yes yeah, branch out and then yeah. you know his, his brothers had taken over like as the goofy as we had marlon and sean on my old show and you might remember this guy it was it was an intern of ours mark Schaller. Who was like on his? Oh, on, hello there, Michael. Yeah, on his worst day, he's like the whitest guy you ever uh, met. And the Wayans brothers, Marlon and Sean, spent a good twenty minutes trying to teach him how to do snaps, and it's the funniest thing you've ever heard in your life. Act like you in in third grade. Act like I'm in third, third grade. Third grade, but you a pimp. <laughs> a third grade pimp. Your mama's so bald headed, you can see what she's thinking. <laughs> see, I said, thank you. <laughs> Your mom's so bald headed, you can say what she's thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Number five, Amanda Dragon and Rocket Steve over there. Hey, 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 I always listen at uh, nine o'clock in the morning to see if you talk about me. Then I call Mick. Hey, I'm going to call you uh, this time at uh, 7 a.m. Make sure you're awake. Sorry, you broke your phone trying to turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> what movie would Rock and Steve over? This is like such a perfect tie into the actual guy. Sandra Bullock, and it's called The Blind Side. Yes, The Blind Side. And it was a great movie. Michael Orr, of course, uh, famously became a Baltimore Raven. And uh, I, I, I don't know if he spent his entire career there, but I, I hate the Ravens, but I always liked him. And it was a good movie. Number four, Marty Allen from Burr, Burr, Burr. Joe Hill and Cousin Eric at the Gap Warehouse. Necessary Rough. Now, this was a movie and a TV show. I saw this in the movie theater, mm-hmm. and I can't remember who the star was. Was it one of those it was, parody uh, it movies? Was, no, it was Scott, uh, Scott Bakula. Number three, Cousin Marty in Vegas, Woody, Amanda Dragon, and Louis the Ball from HBO's Game of Thrones, Rudy. Rudy was a great, great movie. Yes. I interviewed the the real Rudy. He's, he's a lot to take. It's Sean Astin from The Goonies. No, Sean Astin played him, but I'm, I'm talking about I actually interviewed oh, okay. Rudy, the guy that played on Notre Dame yeah, for, yeah. That day, for that game. But uh, yeah, Sean Astin, uh, you know, whose mother was, of course, a Patty Duke Astin. That's a class I haven't watched in a long time, but when Bryce is old enough to appreciate that type of film, that we will definitely feature in the cave. I think it's one of those movies where you watch it and you're like, oh man, who cut the onions? Because there's a couple <laughs> sad parts in it. Oh yeah, yeah, it gets, you, it gets you worked up. Number two, Tommy the Eggman, Cousin Marty again. He it was very, you see Cousin Marty's latest profile picture? I'm like, who's that guy? He looks like one of his sons. Uh, he always changes his profile. But, yeah, but, but usually he looks like somebody that's like on the cover of a Misfits album. Well, he looks a, very clean cut. He's one of the few people that mm-hmm. shaved his head when he still had a full head of hair and he grew it back. He grew it back and he's, he looks gorgeous. And of course, Aunt Lisa's like, oh, Marty, I thought you were bald. <laughs> very Aunt, Aunt Lisa. So uh, Cousin Eric again and our, our good friend Denver Darren, The Longest Yard. Now we're talking about the original one with uh, Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds was also in the sequel. Was he really? Or the remake, I should oh, say. You know, whenever I hear Burt Reynolds, I gotta play this. Hey, uh, check out the podium. Look at this. Mr. Reynolds has apparently changed his name to Turd Ferguson. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Turd Ferguson. It's a funny name. Big Closer. Let's get that Big Closer. Mr. Jones in the newsroom. Yeah, Mr. Jones. Steve Gamma, Tommy the Eggman, and Cousin Marty again. Yeah, yeah. Marty Cousin was Marty. very prolific. What well, football, about football movies? It touches a nerve. Yeah, all right. It's uh, Brian's song. Very important, Stephen, that you get the right one, because there was a remake in the 90s that you know should never be seen or heard from again. It should be in that same pit where all the E.T. videos are. Oh, well, Raz but, probably has it on Blu-ray. Oh, you got to see it. They got the zoo to a cameo. But, um, <laughs> it, well, you know what? I'm just going to play Billy D. Williams right here. I love Brian Piccolo. 
And I'd like all of you to love him too. And tonight, hit your knees. Please ask God to love him. I'm sorry, Stephen. There's, we'll do this show at some point. Movies that make men cry, that's always the number one. Oh, there's a long list. Yeah, you got you to check it out. Brian's song, I think it was it was only a made-for-TV movie like in 71 or 72, but yeah. it, it overcame that status and is a cult classic. Yeah, Dad never wanted to show emotion, so he's like, flip the channel. <laughs> oh, crap, they're going to shoot Old Yeller again. <laughs> well, I'm glad you brought up the Old, old Yeller. <laughs> Because that's like the Yankee season. It's almost time to bring him out in the back oh, and shoot. Boy. All right, that's the Colvin Five, folks. Are you ready for some football? Then tune in to ESPN Gay. And he hits the hole right after Jesse opens it up. Oh, yeah. ESPN Gay. I'd like to pack that guy around, too. Cowboys, Bears, Vikings, Packers. You'll get them all on ESPN Game. He's going to fire into his guy right here. Feel the sweat. You push, you push, you push. Smell the passion. You just rode him backwards. You just put him right on his back. This ain't some makeover show on Bravo. It's the NFL on ESPN Game. And then everyone's kind of slopping around down there and grunting and groaning and, you know, you get mud and stuff flying and gang tackles and scrums and quagmires. ESPN Game. Where there's never a wardrobe malfunction. I don't know where that one came from. Sundays will never be the same. That looked like it it was the last shot out of the Roman candle. Call your cable operator now and demand ESPN game. Look at that big old meat. What a meal those guys are having. look good. ESPN game. Now that's a mouthful. Hi, this is Doug Gray and Marshall Tucker, man. You are listening to the Coen Brothers on Z93. Watch it, buddy. See you. 
This is Louis Chu. You're listening to the best of the Coven Brothers on Z93. You'll always remember the best. Time for another quiz for the Sizz. For a change, I've got a quiz for you, kid. You got a quiz for me? Yeah, well, you know. I don't know anything about the Olympics, though. Then, then do you know anything about the Doobie Brothers? I know they're brothers. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. So, um, yeah, it's just, I, I was like wondering what we could do with this theme that we have here. And of course, the music ties in. But yeah, so this game is going to be, and this is so me to do this it's Olympic athlete or a Doobie Brother. All right, Michael went 100% last week on the fire quiz. I can't believe I, I still can't believe I got that. I can't guarantee if I'll get 100% today. Well, you should be able to get the first one here. And he has always paid tribute on Family Guy. We'll see you in a moment. Michael McDonald. Yes, Mr. Yacht Rock. Yeah. Love that guy. So he's he's a doobie brother. Yes, he is. That's what you have to say. Oh, okay. All right, and here is one of the many Family Guy references to Michael McDonald. Ha-choo! Okay, so very good. All right, you got one. Number two, Cornelius Bumpus. Is he an Olympic athlete or a doobie brother? What's his name? Cornelius Bumpus. Bumpus? Bumpus. I'm going to go Olympian because that's a very obscure name. Bumpus. It is an obscure name, but he also played saxophone <laughs> with the Doobie Brothers in the late 70s. All right. Number three. Number three. Apollo Ono. Apollo Ono. Was he uh, related to Yoko? I knew you were going to ask that question. Different spelling. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Olympian. He was an Olympian, silver and gold winner in 2002 in the speed skating competition, Salt Lake City. That's where I'm going. Oh, I love silver and gold. Reminds right. me of Rudolph. Number four, Gus Kenworthy. Oh, uh, Gus Kenworthy. I have his autographed jersey. He's a Doobie Brother. <laughs> <laughs> Slope style skier who stayed behind in Sochi to rescue a family of puppies. So, oh, all right. Chet McCracken, number five. Chet McCracken. Chet McCracken, my second favorite Chet after Chet Lemon from the Tigers. I'm going to go with uh, Doobie Brother. He was a Doobie Brother, not to be confused with his brother Phil. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Phil McCracken. Yes, number six. We referenced him earlier. Rick Zolzer, circa 1980, lookalike Mark Spitz. Mark Spitz. I'm going to say Doobie Brother. No! <laughs> because the mustache? No. He was an Olympic swimmer whose seven golds in 72 uh. were finally eclipsed by Michael Bong hit Phelps by 2008. He was the inventor of the porn stash. Oh, okay. Barbara, did you ever have uh, the Olympics on over at Peach Lake? I never watched that crap, babe. It was always... I go to bed by 7 o'clock. Well, you know, Crunch is a big runner, right? Until uh, his knees got bad. Crunch is an idiot. He woke up Mr. Travel Piece again. <laughs> He's going to sue. Number seven. Number seven. Dan Jansen. Dan Jensen. Dan Jansen. Not Jensen. That's Jeff Jensen's cousin. Dan oh, okay. Jansen. Dan Jansen. He was an Olympian. He was an Olympian. Yeah. And he was a speed skater. And I forget the reason why. In 1992. He had a need for speed. He did have a need for speed. In 1992, they were really trying to play up this Dan and Dave rivalry. It was a big thing. You would have been about 15. It was, it was all that I remember from 92, except for the Tanya Harding incident. And the worst team that money could buy, the New York Mets. Well, I'm talking about the Olympics, of oh, course. Olympics. But right. uh, it never really took. But yes, that, that's who that was. Number eight. Number eight. Tyron Porter. Tyron Porter. That's a 
fresh name. Tyron Porter. Tyron Porter. It sounds African-American, so I don't think it would be a Doobie Brother. So I'm going to say Olympian. That's where you are wrong. The Doobie Brothers had several African-Americans <laughs> over the years, and he played bass. Oh, Lane is shaking his head right now in Minnesota. Is oh, he still live there? I can't believe that you guys didn't shout me out on my birthday. <laughs> you weenies. I'm never listening again. Never Derry gave him a shout out on our page. Though. Yeah, I know. That was beautiful. Number nine, Charlie White. Charlie White. Charlie White. All right. White, will you get out of here? Will you get out of here, White? I can't, uh, I can't do it with my voice con. <laughs> oh, that, it's definitely Olympics. Yes, competitive ice dancer. Yes. And that's all we're going to say about Charlie. Number 10, the big closer. Big closer. Skunk Baxter. <laughs> Is Skunk his legal name? It's the way he's known. Jeff Skunk Baxter, if you really need to push. Okay, I'm, I'm going to say Doobie Brother then. Very much a Doobie Brother. Yeah. The electric guitar player who threw shade at rerun on what's happening when they bootlegged the show. Oh, really? At the high school, yeah. He just like he just shakes his head and like looks at him over his sunglasses. More interesting than that. I love he, rerun. He is now... Not rerun, right? Rerun's dead. But Skunk Baxter is now a defense consultant for the U.S. military. He's like almost like Chuck Barris, where like Chuck Barris was like the gong show host and yeah. worked for the CIA. Yeah, Baxter, he's like a software geek. And this started in the 80s after the Doobies had their run. And uh, yeah, he, he literally is involved with the U.S. government, has been for decades. So his pay scale went up a couple ticks. It certainly did. I don't know if he went exactly five for five, but you know, you, you, you yeah. let's say you hit 500. I got some Bryce. Give me a little hand there. Hey, Bryce, what do you say? Are we done yet? <laughs> a little bit more, a little bit more. She's going to camp. We are the Cohen Brothers. On Z93.
Celebrating 30 years of Rock and Locks, Karen and her staff at Locks at Rock and Wampagers Falls are your hair design destination. Affordable, comfortable, and personalized service is what you can expect every time. Locks at Rock offers hair services to all women, men, children, and seniors. Whether you need a haircut, new hair color, or have a special occasion coming up, they are your go-to hair salon. Located right there on Route 9 in Wampagers Falls, give them a call at 845-227-4021 to book your appointment today. Like them on Facebook and visit them online at locksatrock.com. This portion of the show is sponsored by Joker Inc. They do screen printing, embroidery, low minimums, fast turnaround, top quality. I mean, the quality is amazing. I was just at the Paramount in uh, Middletown wearing my Colvin Brothers on Z93 sweatshirt. You wear yours all over town. I, I wear it all over town, and uh, when asked to wear a mask, that's the one I'm wearing. It's like, if, I, if you're going to make me wear a mask, I'm promoting my damn show. Yes, Joker Inc. is available on Facebook, Instagram. Check them out. Will over at JokerInc.com. That's Joker, I-N-K. There's a big joker on this show. We love him. My father-in-law, Breckman, who's pretty much been with us since the start. His role has increased over time. But uh, over the summer, because this is our best of show, over the summer, we, we matched him up with our uh, long-since-dead step-grandmother, Barbara. Yes. And hilarity ensued. He's, you know what? He's come a long way since he used to answer phones for snow clothes. Yes. <laughs> oh, Mar. <laughs> and now... The Great TV Debate with Breckman and Barbara. Hey, this is Barbara from Peach Lake. And this is Breckman at Hatch Lake. We don't get much television reception. Get out of here, Tom, with your damn porkies. So we only have a few things we get to watch every summer when we're at the lake. What do you say that, Breckman? That's nothing but reruns. Well, there's nothing wrong with a good rerun here and there. I like my Dynasty. I like my Knott's Landing. Get a cup of coffee in a Kent and I'm good to go. Why don't you watch some real shows? You know, like... Uh... Gilligan's Island or I Dream of Genie. Oh, you and those damn sitcoms from the 60s. Barbara Eden showing that belly button. She should have been arrested. Well, when she came out of the bottle, she certainly uh, jangled my chimes. Oh, you're another dirty one, just like my Paul. Why don't you go outside and pick up flaps, poop? If I'm going to watch some quality television, give me Patrick Duffy and Victoria Principal on Dallas any day of the week. How about a little bit of Green Acres? I certainly enjoyed Mr. Haney. The Gabor sisters should have been sent on the slow boat back to Hungary. Eddie Arnold would disagree with you. Eddie Arnold can kiss my backside, make the world go away. That's why I never go to Frank and Judy's. They're always playing the damn Johnny Cash records. I can't stand it, you and your corn bone. I'm from Yonkers. Yonkers? You from Yonkers? That's exactly the way we pronounce it, too, babe. My husband's the manager of Pisacano Fish Market. You get any fish in that lake? What do you got? Uh, we got all kinds of fish. As a matter of fact, if you're from central New York, on a Friday night, you're going for a fish fry. Fish fry my good boob. I was married to Lenny for over 30 years. If I ever see another clam, I'm going to throw it in his eyes. Barbara, as much as I'd like to continue chatting with you, i got to go rescue your grandson, Michael. He's got his fishing line all tangled up. It looks like a squirrel's nest. Ah, Michael's an idiot. The best of the Colvin brothers. You know, not too many people answered the door, but we did have a couple people that gave the kitty some chicken. (laughs) (laughs) On Z93.
Hudson Valley heroes. Real Hudson Valley heroes. We salute you. Mr. Broke Your New Year's Resolution to Quit Smoking Guy. Mr. Broke Your New Year's Resolution to Quit Smoking Guy. The ball dropped, and so did your willpower. Who's got a light? Every year, you swear you're going to quit. And every year, you hightail it to the nearest smoke for less by 12.05. Don't forget the matches! It's 30 below outside at the office-designated smoking area. But you don't care. Because for the next five minutes, you are the Marlboro Man. Smoke them if you got them, yeah. With the money you'd save on cigarettes alone, you could put down a payment on a new condominium. But you don't care. Condos don't come in menthol. Ow! So we salute you. Mr. Broke Your New Year's Resolution to Quit Smoking Guy, your trembling fingers, your yellowed mask, and your camel cash. You are a real Hudson Valley hero. This is Bryce and you're listening to the best of the Colvin Brothers on Z93. You always remember the best.
This portion of the show is sponsored by Lockset Rock on Route 9 in Wappingers Falls. 2022, we're so happy to have Karen and her staff a part of our show. Michael has known Karen forever. I've known her for the last decade. Hair services for men, women, children, and seniors. Like them on Facebook, LockSetRock.com. I am specifically growing my hair back just so Karen can cut it. It is the best of the Colvin brothers, and wow, what a year we've had. I think that my favorite moment, though, Stephen, uh, this was your idea. When we had Woody and Louis Chu recreate the famous uh, turkey <laughs> drop from WKRP in Cincinnati. Yes, it was a Thanksgiving miracle. <laughs> it really was. It's a miracle that we actually got on the air with this. And now, the Colvin brothers go live to their man on the street. Um, Woody? Oh, hey, Colvin brothers. Woody is here on location on the sidewalk of Grand Union with his live report. Don't forget to grab Crystal Gravy this Thanksgiving and invite your family to taste the future. Thanks, Louis. There appears to be a chopper circling over Imperial Plaza. Wait. Something just came out of the back of the helicopter. It's a dark object. Perhaps a skydiver? A second? A third? No parachute yet. Oh my god, they're turkeys! They're crashing to the earth right in front of our eyes. One just went through the windshield of a parked car. This is terrible! Oh, the humanity! The turkeys are hitting the ground like sacks of wet cement. The crowd is running for their lives. I thought it would work. We planned it right down to the last detail. It was perfect. As God is my witness, I thought turkeys could fly. Back to you guys. <laughs> very, very nice reenactment of uh, uh, yeah. the classic WRKRP episode. I, and and we, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. Lewis and Woody together. They only have one <laughs> gear. There's only one gear, but it, that worked. That was good. Uh, that was excellent. I think that we just stumbled onto something new. And something else that'll piss off Rock and Steve. Hey, is that Lewis Shoe over there? <laughs> Mahoney's Irish Pub and Steakhouse in Poughkeepsie is the official sponsor of the Colvin Brothers Show here on Z93. And if you're looking to host your private party, Mahoney's has two great options. The vast room can hold parties from 30 to 200 people. The room gives you privacy for meetings, holiday parties, rehearsal dinners, retirement parties, and so much more. Then there's the Clotter Room, ready for your next party, accommodating up to 85 people, featuring your own bar and dance floor. Book your next event today. Call Pat at 471-7026 or visit MahoneysIrishPub.com. The Colvin Brothers remind you that you don't have to turn into their producer, Breckman. Don't count your chickens before they hatch. Still at it, huh? Pull up those trousers. Nobody wants to see your underwear. Yeah, Bill Cosby said the same thing. Where is he now? What do I look like? An ATM machine? Well, now that you mentioned it. Here, let me write you a check. No, Breck, don't. Let's see. Carry the one. Brick! Boy, do I miss shopping at Kmart's. Yeah, there's no S in Kmart. But at least we still have Barnes and Nobles. That either. If you can't find it in that encyclopedia, we can always ask Jeeves. No, we can't. Turn that down. I can't hear myself think. Oh, so that's the reason. Got your nose. Don't turn into Breckman. Keep listening to the Colvin Brothers. Hash Brown Comedy. We can help. The best of the Colvin Brothers. Z93. So the show that we told you guys to watch last week. <laughs> this was so good. It was on Netflix. It was trending worldwide. It was like top 10, top 6. Yeah, in Canada too. And yeah. if you follow uh, the Danbury Trashers online, you could hear about all of the, the after buzz of uh, this show. It's called Untold Crimes and Penalties. And uh, Michael got a chance to watch it. I watched it. It's uh, the story of James Galante giving his 17-year-old son, AJ, the reins of a minor league hockey team in Danbury, and uh, which sounds crazy, but once you watch the documentary, you see you can see why he did it. The guy loved his son, and yeah. I get that we're parents and we we're, we do anything for our kids. And uh, I really ended up pulling for him. Like I knew that it wasn't going to end well because you worked there, and yeah. I always intended to go to a game in your second season, but there was no second season. And you know who's kind of stood out too was that the commissioner came off really well. Yeah, he really did. Like he started out that. as like your typical commissioner who was yeah. like a little bit of a tool, but by the end of it, you could see how he embraced what they were doing and got it. Yeah. But it just happened to be simultaneous with an FBI investigation that led to other things. And the crazy thing too, which I, I was working these games, mm -hmm. and I had no idea until I watched the documentary. That they were, you know, pretending that they were Section 102 fans. They would be taking pictures of what's going on the on FBI, the ice. The undercover eye, yeah. And then they would zoom in on, you know, what Jimmy was doing up in the box, yeah. which was directly across from Section 102. And uh, the cool thing that I didn't know about, mm. and we'll get to something that you didn't know about, which you really enjoyed, which was a former NHL player, but the WWE wrestlers that were invited to AJ's house, yeah, that's unheard of. The Rock! So, uh, and that, that was real impressive. Um, if you're curious, Steven appears around 20 minutes in. You can see him introducing Brent Gretzky. It sounds like this. Brent Gretzky! 
Gretzky. And then later on, I picked you out two more times as audio only. There was you. You introduced the uh, mascot. Was it called Scrappy? The Scrappy. Uh, and then John Cena, which I had to be a, a gigantic moment for you. We had money, you know, so much money because of uh, the Calante family. So John Cena was the hottest wrestler going, mm-hmm. and AJ said, "I want John Cena at the arena." And like they said in the documentary, they just took mounds of money, yeah. threw it on the table, and John Cena showed up before his big WrestleMania main event. And I got to introduce him. I handed him the microphone on the ice. And because I'm a wrestling fan, I did this very good promo to introduce him. And John Cena looked at me like, all right, this is not my regular hockey show. This is like a guy that likes wrestling. And he gave me like a cool. They always appreciate which, you know, when we, we've only interviewed Bruce Campbell so far on the show. Well, there'll be more coming. I would love yeah. to get anybody from that documentary. Yeah, that was very cool for me. I got the picture. I put it up on the Colvin Brothers on Z93 Facebook And one page. last point I know that I, I, this is what shocked me is that you, the, the New Jersey Devils Rupp, who yeah. <laughs> he, he won the Stanley Cup and he's gone on to be like the announcer for the NHL outside of Barry Melrose. I've always felt was like a cartoon character like John Madden was with the NFL and uh, Tim McCarver was with baseball. Well, he had that mullet, which was yeah, yeah, he still trademark. does. Still does. But, but Rupp is like, I mean, that's a big deal. That the fact that he played, and what I loved at the end of the documentary is like, he's like, I can't tell you how weird it is for people to come up to me and say that they remember me from the trash. It's like, I won a Stanley Cup <laughs> single-handedly. But what's so cool about that was when the NHL strike happened. Yeah, which is the only reason that they got him. He was free to make boatloads of money mm-hmm. because when I was working at the New Haven County Cutters, which there's another scene, if you catch it briefly, I'm also on film wearing a Cutters jersey and a Cutters hat introducing somebody, mm-hmm. and uh, I think it was baseball night. And when I worked for the Cutters, we had a Danbury Trashers night at the Cutters, and then we had a Cutters night at the Trashers. Okay. And I did this promotion, you know, because I've, I've learned a lot from from you know, how Zoles does things at the Renegades. That's why I went to New Haven. And I did a press release, and we got some coverage of inviting former NHL players to come play for the Cutters since they are not working because of the lockout. Brian Leach, who was retired as a Ranger, was very, very big name. One of our owners. Yeah. At so the Cutters. So it's, it's cool. It's a very cool look. You know, as we age here, and again, we, we do the show for our kids so they can listen when they're, you know, in their 40s and 50s too. It's cool to look back and see some of the things that we actually accomplished. I'm very proud of it. You should be very proud of it. Yeah, it and I'm proud of you for it. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. You heard it here first on the Colvin Brothers on Z93. <laughs>
Side Today. We got three. We're back, baby. All right. 2006, on this day, actor famous for Young Frankenstein and Ray Romano's dad, Frank, on Everybody Loves Raymond, Frank Boyle dies at the age of 71. That's a sad one. I, 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 I was always a big fan of Frank Boyle, but I used to get him confused with James Coco, so I'm glad that you didn't. Who's James Coco? It's a guy that looks like Frank Boyle. Did you watch Everybody Loves Raymond? I never got into that. No, but it, what's funny is that we had Ray Romano on. Oh, I was on the show a couple of times. He was on our show, and he was talking about this pilot that he had shot, and he was so Ray Romano. I was like, oh, I don't know if anything's going to happen with it, you know, and all this. Yeah. And he actually called his, his wife. And left like left, you know left a voicemail on it. It was basically him doing the show on our radio show, but we didn't. You know, he, he told us that it wasn't going to amount to anything, and then it becomes like the biggest show of the '90s. Yeah, I, I watched it like on and off, but never like religiously because the show that I liked with him a lot was uh, Parenthood. Remember, he was on Parenthood with uh, was, Lauren he, Graham or whatever his name he was. He was in Parenthood, but he was also another show that we loved that only got one season. He yep. was in Vinyl. Yep, he was uh, in Vinyl. And, and Men of a Certain Age was the other one. And he was just recently something else too. I mean, he's popping up all over the place. I, I like him. I, I, I he was a great guy. Like. He was like one of those comics that was just—he was so unassuming. He just hung out with us, you know. He didn't get—he didn't get freaked out by Rock and Steve like so many people. Like uh, Michael Winslow to this day, Rock and Steve hates Michael Winslow because he, he said to Bob Wolf, he's like, um, "Listen, man, that kid that drove me in here—I I can't be around him." Was that Blue Jean Steakhouse? Yeah, I was at that show. With yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, yeah. Oh, so, so, so Rock and Steve to this day wants him dead. Rock and Steve has a lot of like people he's angry at. He's got a lot of anger in 2022 to coincide with the actual Olympics. Yeah, we're gonna have the. Um, the mascot Olympics between Rock and Steve and Louis Chu. Louis Chu, you said over there. And whoever wins is going to be the 2022 mascot of our show. All right. Well, I look forward to that. So I'm going to look forward to it in the dark months of the first quarter of Yeah, I might have to set everything up in my yard, but I, I've got the room. In 2007, Ike Turner died of a cocaine overdose at 76. Yeah, 76? He was still yeah. doing blow? Yeah, he, he waited his whole life. Oh, I, I just got to throw this in. For some blow. I'll smack my hole. And treat the family to a shooting spree. Oh, hell with Mike. Cause we like Ike. Like Ike. If I could be like Ike. <laughs> In 2019, stage and screen actor who you saw in Moonstruck, Do the Right Thing. This is Danny Aiello, dies at 86, and he was also the dad of Madonna's Papa Don't Preach video. Yes. Which uh, Jennifer, you know, we referenced her earlier in the show, big Madonna fan, always had that video on back in the 87 or 88. Yeah, Danny Aiello out. is one of those guys that, uh, you know, he just shows up in all of our favorite movies. We're big on the mob movies, you know, him and the guy that played uh, Phil Leotardo. What about Frank Carbone? <laughs> and Frank Carbone, who I forgot was was Vito Corleone's best friend in the. Yes. Guy- and Godfather too. So when it's like you know when Robert De Niro is playing young Vito, Carbone is his boy, and See? he's like basically the one that led him down the path. Hi, folks. This is Bruce Campbell, and you are listening to the Colvin Brothers right here on Z ninety three. Stay groovy. Oh man, um, it's tough being a squirrel. Look at this traffic. Why couldn't I be born a house cat or something? Oh man, what am I gonna do? My brain is so small, I can't decide.
of the Colvin Brothers. <laughs> yes. On Z93. So we're going to go over to the school supplies that are probably no longer around anymore. Oh. Number one, those Jelly Roll pens. You remember those? Very much not not in my wheelhouse. Yeah, they tried to get you. You got one? Well, I don't know if it's not around anymore, but I always had a compass. Like, that was uh, my big thing. Like, I, I would just, like, go around drawing circles everywhere. I had Christopher, our brother Christopher, who was known as the terror of Gold Road, <laughs> he took it and he stabbed our sister, Jennifer with it one day and mom absolutely <laughs> lost it. I, I i don't remember much about that era but i i, I know that he took my compass and stabbed jennifer was she okay it. like no, she lived another 40 years no i'm I, just saying <laughs> like, like did it draw blood i i don't remember i just know that it happened i thought you were gonna say he he did that to a frog because maybe he did do that to a frog too he, he would do uh, yeah there was a, there was some animals. i don't even think those things are around anymore that's uh it was damn I mean, it was sharp yes those it, things could kill you it was sharp i probably still have one i got a uh, casio digital calculator watch oh okay i think christopher had one of those. I was always jealous. I think Sean had one of those too, my buddy Sean. Um, but mom was like, if I buy one, you know, everyone else will get Mr. Professor. Remember Mr. Professor? I do remember Mr. Professor. I remember Simon. You know, you know I- my name is Simon. Oh, are you looking at me bits and pieces? <laughs> You're looking at my bum, you bum. Look at you. Still, still one of the best things they ever did in Saturday Night Live. Uh, Trapper Keepers. Yeah. That, now those, are they still around? No, those are gone. Ah. I think they're uh, they're in Petaluma with Carolyn. Okay. Novelty erasers. This was a big thing because we had, you had different kinds. There were fruits, dice, animals. And uh, then Cartoon characters. I think I had a Gumby one or something. Yeah, you can get anything and everything. These are all gone. Cliff notes. If you don't want to read a book, you got the cliff notes of it. That's gone. Yeah, I, I, I got through all of my. Well, there's a new thing called the internet. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> I guess I guess you know. Again, in our in my day, people were just starting to wear beepers. They like because yeah. there was a lot of volunteer <laughs> firemen. So you can beat like, me four eight eight four four five nine. Still remember the number. <laughs> yeah. uh, floppy disks. Oh, do not talk about me on your show. I do not like Z ninety three. Elmer's rubber cement. I remember that, yeah, because you would sniff it. And then uh, this last one, which I think uh, Aunt Lisa and you had, the Troll Doll Pencil Toppers. Yes. And if you spin it really fast, the, the hair would go crazy. The hair would go nuts. It's something else I can get for my daughter. All right, we need to get out of here and go grab some more Steinbeck boxes. <laughs> Steinbeck, Steinbeck. We're the Colvin Brothers on.
Golden Brothers, Brothers Podcast. Podcast. That's good enough for me. I'm the best. It's family. Wow.